0: Hello, hello, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Security Clearance Careers Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Keller, and today I have Jill Hamilton, Jilly Ham on the line, and today we're going to talk about how to know that you're being scammed for a job. So we always talk about how if you are a clearance holder and you're seeking a job in national security, you should be doing it on a platform like Clearance Jobs just because companies are vetted, recruiters are vetted, so you know that the jobs are actually real And so Mm -hmm. on other platforms like LinkedIn, or we're going to talk about Craigslist even, there are a lot of scammers and bad actors out there. So we have a couple of stories that we're going to talk about, and then we're going to talk about the signs that you're being scammed. So Mm -hmm. Jill, how are we doing this morning? Have you ever been scammed for a job? I've not been scammed for a job. I
1: did have an email from like my neighbor asking me to send gift cards for her friend who was like dying from covid um, and it was okay. really strange I've only had a few interactions with the neighbor and so like it was so strange to suddenly have like very direct hey just just so you know you might not have seen it was like one introduction email like you haven't seen me in a while I've been away and I left my phone at home but I have my computer I'm like that's weird but also still sounded a little bit normal, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, it's a matter of like piecing together, like where the tiny little inconsistencies because it's in the tiny inconsistencies that you really see the bigger picture. Like, Oh, that's this person's fake news. <laughs> like, like, and it's, and it's really important. Like this one news article recently where a woman was scammed by a LinkedIn job listing. And basically their, their thing was they got her to send over private information and where she thought it was a legit, she's a new college grad, thought it was a legit job for, it was a social media position, but really this could happen. They can take on the persona of any of these different companies. Not only can you get like... Somebody who's going to act like they're a bigger company and they're a recruiter with a big company that they have no connection to, but you could get somebody who's just like a it's a smaller company that they're posting on LinkedIn. So whether you're going for obviously if you're going for a cleared position, you want to make sure your information's over on on clearance jobs where we vet the recruiters and the companies. If you even if you just need something in the middle of a job, like you know you're like in between jobs, it's it's information that you need to have. You need to be aware of in the climate that we live in now, because it's so easy to get scammed. You think you're good at it, but people, the scammers keep getting better, especially if they're asking you to wire money. I mean, that does seem like all your alarm bells. If you have to pay any money to get a job, like, your alarm bell should go off. So that is a basic thing, but she was going like they were pushing her to send stuff. And especially when they're asking for more than they're giving in response, I think that's also like a major red flag, but she found out like, you know, it's just embarrassing. You feel like super bamboozled, which is how, what she obviously took to TikTok to to uh, <laughs> explain to the world, which is helpful to hear people's stories. Cause then you can, it's easy to judge them, but it's also, it's important to see how we can all be, somebody we can be preyed on. So how about for you?
0: Well, yeah. So like you said, anytime you're being asked to send money, alarm bells should go off. I know with that recent grad, they were asking her to purchase a laptop and promising that they'd reimburse her. So Mm -hmm. alarm bells should certainly go off. I know that on Craigslist, there was, I feel like it was a notorious scam where they would put up a job posting. It was for a remote job. And then they would send you like your sign-on bonus or some type of funds in the form of a check. And they would say, you know, the, mm. the check is actually in the wrong amount though, so you need to go get it cashed and wire us back a X amount. And so the mm-hmm. the trick there was the check obviously wasn't real. It was a, a counterfeit or a fake check. But And banks are pretty good about noticing that sort of thing. But I know that that was – like I said, kind of a notorious scam on Craigslist. And then I, we, I know that we did a podcast a few years ago during the pandemic, and really scams that I, I don't know how, by how much they increased, but social engineering and all of these types of online digital scams were happening a lot during the pandemic. And so there were a few military men and women with larger social media followings that had their identity stolen, so uh, by scammers, and so that was kind. Of, that's kind of another thing to be aware of when it comes to navigating online. Even if you're not on a professional networking platform and you're looking for a job, even just having a social media profile, that's something to be aware of. That if you do gain a following, your identity, you know, it can be quote unquote stolen, and social catfishing is what they called it. So yeah, we did a podcast with one of those. Uh, military influencers that had her identity stolen. So, you know, it's just being scammed online. It's something that you're making yourself a target just by being online, but you can't just not be online nowadays. You know what I'm saying? So we are going to run through some signs that you are being scammed for a job. And so just tread lightly and just practice good cyber hygiene and make sure that before you're giving away information, you you know the source of who you're speaking with. So anyway, we're going to talk about these signs that you're being scammed. So why don't you go ahead and kick us off, Jill?
1: Yeah, no, I will. And I think when you were talking about the Craigslist posting, one thing that came to mind was just the idea that like, so many people want remote work. And I think in the virtual world, we all want to tout how, hey, we can do the same things we've done face-to-face all this time and just be virtual, which is true. That is true. We can actually do all our interviews virtually. We can have phone conversations. We can be messaging. There's a lot of communications, but it doesn't mean that you can abandon caution. Cause while you can get scammed face to face, it's not like it can't happen. You know, <laughs> like I have my own stories of my car being broken into and like my, my wallet being stolen. You know what I mean? Like, so like things can happen in real time sure. as well. It's not just, you know, your wire credentials or things like that, where you're emailing people. But there is an extra level of scrutiny that you have to apply, especially if you're looking for a remote job where you're never going to go into an office and actually meet somebody face to face. I do think there's some scrutiny that has to happen or like, do other people know about the company? I think there's some other things and we'll look at the different signs. But I think you brought up a really great point with just it was a remote job and people are so hungry for those. Well, be careful about that. Because it might be a fake remote job. So, mm-hmm. you know, all right. So the number one, of the, like just things to like kind of raise that awareness is if you've never applied and they found you on a platform like LinkedIn or another social media platform, it doesn't mean that you can't be a passive candidate, right? Like that people can't find you. There are headhunters, but there is, there should be like a little bit of a warning bell and let people identify themselves if they found you. And kind of vet what they're saying about, like, what they've noticed about your resume, what the real things about the job description are. Like, it shouldn't sound like they've just lifted content from your resume or content from a job, job description. And then, you know, when you talk, like, if you get to talk to somebody, that conversation doesn't line up with the initial messaging that you received. You know, I think, like, so some different things should be, like, make sure that you're discerning in any anybody reaching out when they when they are following up with Mm -hmm. you, like, is this actually a real company? I mean, I do that with like, you know, we go to conferences and stuff like that, and vendors following up, like, I just, I I have to go back to a vendor list, you know, to make sure is this a real vendor? Or is my, you know what I mean? Like, to make sure that this is a legit offer that or connection.
0: Well, and, you know, a lot of these standing alone are generally okay. But a lot of the when they there's a few on this list, you just, you you definitely want to, tread lightly, like I said. So another sign is that the pay is just too good to be true. You can do your own market research. You Mm -hmm. can check on multiple sources. And then for cleared work, of course, our security clearance compensation survey. But if the pay is too good to be true, Mm -hmm. don't, I mean, you may have those rose colored glasses on, but just be mindful of what the pay is for the actual job that someone's reaching out to you for. And if it's just crazy amounts, then it's likely too good to be true.
1: Number three is your research comes up empty. So like if you're looking for the company or your friends have never heard of them, you're searching and it's super light. You know, it's a shell of a website. If they have one that should set off some alarms for you that something something's not quite
0: right. you should beware. And then even checking on social media that they have social media pages. Mm -hmm. I know some smaller companies aren't on all the platforms, and that's totally fine. But just, you know, search different social media platforms and see if they have a presence there. And if they're nowhere to be found online, then you can likely just be cautious. No, that's a good point.
1: All right. And then like next one, be a poorly written job post. And even the correspondence. Now that doesn't mean you have to have somebody who's like perfection. And let's let's be real. Job postings aren't gonna always be perfect. But if there's just like, you know, you get the scamming emails or the phishing attacks in your inbox when your company tries to catch you on the latest and greatest and they're getting better and better. I just always, you know, I probably over overly report phishing attacks when it's like, no, that was a
0: legit. <laughs> no, no, that was not not bad actually. Way to go. <laughs> actually, no, that that has happened to me with those fish <laughs> alerts. The company has had to say, like, Katie, this is actually an email. <laughs>
1: like, sorry, yeah, overtly cautious. Sorry, right? But like there are some telltale signs like tiny misspellings or words that are omitted where it's like things have been pieced together. And you know, the better the attacker or the scammer, the better they're the writing's going to be obviously, where it's going to be just close. It's like going to be closer and closer, but then you just, you have to keep looking for those little tiny inconsistencies to, to raise the different alarm bells. They're like, Oh, that's not, this isn't real.
0: Yep, definitely. And so let's say you get a random LinkedIn message and it has those random capitalized letters and they're offering you a million dollars to to write articles for their site, yeah. you can... All you the can, things come together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's that's not real. Well, and just like a poorly written job post or correspondence that isn't pieced together well, a vague job description can also be a sign that you're being scammed. So if mm-hmm. someone messages you or reaches out like, hey, I have this job for an Intel analyst position, and that's all they have, then they don't have a job rec to point you to. They don't even have a job rec to just send you in that message. You can – or the locations might be m- – might not be listed. That, that's another mm-hmm. way that you can – you might be being scammed.
1: I mean, sometimes – you never thought it was so valuable to have, like, you know, everybody complains about job descriptions, like, from the DOD, national security world, how, like, canned they are, or they have, sure. like, all these things. But at some point, sometimes <laughs> – to play devil's advocate here, sometimes it's a little bit helpful, you know, where at least you know what to expect, you know, where they have the right. definite language that's always in there. Um, and it's usually sounds pretty similar.
0: Well, yeah, that's the thing with those acquisitions, they a lot of the time are just copying and pasting from years prior. And so like, you can kind of get a sense for whether it's a real job or not just with how bland it is from from the right. contracting officer. So that's a good point. Yeah.
1: All right. So next up would be a suspicious URL. I I think that's helped me catch a number of things where like it can seem like it's an internal email or if it seems like a real company and there's just one tiny mm-hmm. part of the URL that is off and that is what's triggered my my mind to to click that, no, this is a phishing attack or like a, not attack, but test. But it is usually just something is off in that URL. And that's hard when we can make up different URLs where we actually have tools to shorten our URL. So they're not so quite so long, but I think there's different things that stand out that the company would typically be clearancejobs.com. And if you get something from clearancejobs.co, like CO or anything else, any other ending that should immediately raise alarm
0: absolutely well and the other thing is with those uh, text messaging scams mm. if you if no one notified you that you're even getting a URL and then all of a sudden like hey look at this job and that's and they have this funky URL like don't click on it I mean yeah hey look at this and like no again vague nope. information not a ton of information not something that you solicited an email from them on. So yeah, suspicious URL and just looking at those tiny details, like you said, very important. The recruiter has a generic email. Now this one I feel like can be perceived in different ways because I think a lot of recruiters, they do have their generic like sourcing email. Like, hey, found your resume. I thought it would be a good fit for this job. Like, Are you in the job market? Are you open to a conversation? But a generic email in the sense of, I think, it being generic, but also vague, and also noted, showing that they really didn't look at your profile. Um, I think that's something to be aware of in terms of a generic email. What are your thoughts on that one? Because I feel like that's like a very, a very light sign that you're being scammed.
1: Well, I think, I think it depends upon how it's used. You know what I mean? Like, if they only want correspondence with a generic email, that to me would raise flags. but I mean, granted, I mean, I'm coming up from a different venue, but if, like, they're saying submit your um, resume to this generic sure. email. That to me doesn't sound odd because it probably has to go into the system and be vetted and things like that. I guess it depends upon what they want mm-hmm. from that generic email, because I would, I don't know. I, I think it has to be taken within the context of the whole exchange sure. as well. Um, some of these, that's, that's the challenge is that you, it's usually not one little thing that makes it off, but it's like multiple little things that you kind of have to add Mm -hmm. up so it's helpful to have a lot of different things like this listed out where so you can kind of check and when you see a couple of those things bubbling to the surface you're like oh oh that's also weird and that's weird and that's weird wait a second let's let's i'm not going to respond i'm going to cut this (laughs) out i'm not going to respond to them anymore so i think it has to be usually that wouldn't be the only thing that would that would be as part of that would be wrong
0: there should be other things that are wrong if this is like an issue. Sure. Well, and in terms of email addresses, if you are feeling a little bit reluctant to responding, you can always look email addresses up online and see if they've been a part of a larger scam as well.
1: Or just email like some of their career site. They usually have a careers at, you know, clearancejobs.com or like there's, usually like there's something on their career site that should have and to say, hey, do you have a recruiter like, by this name working for you. And that should hopefully get you like if you're ever having a question that should that could be pretty clarifying. And so lastly, we also have asking for an interview via messaging service. So it also helps I think, to, I know, like technology and communications are changing. I know the, the next generation, perhaps operates differently than maybe I do. I'm not a boomer. <laughs> I'm that I'm the hidden generation of gen X barely but I made it <laughs> and and I do know that like I approach email in a different way than somebody in gen Z does so but I do think there is something with like if somebody's reaching out and messaging and their first thing is hey let's schedule an interview I, I that should that should be, like alert you to something being like that's just a little bit off where that's they <laughs> it's <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that with anybody that you meet face to face, like immediately, usually like, you know, in your normal day to day interactions. And so I do think there, there should start, if they're starting a conversation first over messaging services, I think that's totally normal, but right out of the gate, you're a great fit, let's schedule an interview. You can always pull, like peel back the onion, see what's happening and then try to understand a little bit more. And it might actually be real and it just might be a very overzealous recruiter, just (laughs) new to the game (laughs) kind of thing. But if, if then you start to see some of the other things, that initial feeling that this, that was kind of weird to be asked out on a first date (laughs) without any other conversation surrounding it, that should, I think that, 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 that feeling that something's off was probably true then.
0: Yeah. Well, and I just thought of even if, you know, a lot of, especially in defense contracting, there were, there were many times, most of the time, actually, where I never conducted video call when I was recruiting wasn't as widespread. And so a lot of the times it was just a few phone calls. And then you sort of a a few phone calls with myself as the recruiter, maybe a phone call with the team lead, maybe a phone call with our FSO. And then someone was extended an offer and they gave their information to start getting inducted onto our program. But one thing, even in terms of, you know, being asked for an interview, not being asked for an interview, especially in this world, you're just going through messages back and forth Mm -hmm. and they don't want to get on the phone with you. You can likely think that that's a scam, especially if they just start asking for PII without getting on the phone with you. I actually just thought of before we close out, I I did think of another story personally, where I attended a conference, it was a virtual conference, too. And so with this virtual remote, like you talked about, Jill, it's really important to be cautious. I attended this virtual conference. And for attending one of the sessions, they I won a laptop. And so someone reached out via email, letting me know that I won this laptop. And I was like, wait a second, they did ask for a little bit of information. They weren't asking for credit card information or anything like that, but it was enough information for me to be like, "Huh, this is weird. Why am I winning something?" And so I, you know, found other people's email addresses on this company's site. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, I just wanted to make sure that this is a real giveaway." and not some sort of scam. And it it ended up being true. I did win a laptop. But even just going that extra step, but it, it just, it seemed way too good to be true. I don't win anything. And like a laptop, that's crazy. But yeah, just going the extra step and doing your research. I mean, it's so important, especially as a clearance holder working in this world, just being mindful online, practicing that cyber hygiene, but Anything else you want to add, Jill?
1: No, I think it's really cool that you want a laptop, but... And then you you went the extra mile to figure out, like, oh, you guys are legit. Because I think that's important. Like, you don't have to, like, write everything off. We don't have to mark every email from our companies as phishing scams.
0: <laughs> but, sure.
1: But, uh, you know, there is there is some, like, learning curve in that. But I think just being super aware. I mean, we do need to do that. And whether it's for your personal life or your professional life, it is super easy to be scammed. And I like to operate with this, like, I would never fall for that garbage, that kind of mindset and that's just not right. true I, what i have found is that like because we're so fast-paced we're like running to the next thing and it seems good enough and it's not like a ton of things and it's really easy to just oh i would notice it um, but i do think scammers are getting better we could not only be personally compromised where we lose like you know, our personal information, but then that has impacts and implications on national security as well in our in the position that we're in with, with you know clear jobs. So I just think it's important to keep in mind.
0: Well that is how some signs to kind of figure out if you're being scammed for a job online. Everyone should operate online very cautiously. But for more information on cybersecurity measures that you can implement as a company or if like we said in your personal life, practicing good cyber hygiene. You can visit news. com.